Welcome back to the My Sister Knows Why podcast. This week, we're talking about deja vu. Let's feed your brains. Whoa, pod. I feel like we've done this before. We've 100% done this. I'm getting uh, like a weird feeling. We've done this 17 times before. Like, really familiar, even though we've never done this before. Yeah. Do you know why that is? I do. Okay. <laughs> this week, we're talking about Deja Vu, and I'm Ange. And I'm Claude. And this is our podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. You're always welcomed. Well, no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ange, Deja Vu. Claude, Claude, Deja Vu. We haven't talked about it before at all. We haven't, I don't think. Let's get into know. it. <laughs> okay, so like, what is Deja Vu? I don't know. It's it? a French word. That's right? It is French. Yeah, very Bang. good. Very Canadian. Of me. Thank you. Just kidding. <laughs> so my first line is, it's a French term. Uh, <laughs> and it means ahead of you. already seen. Already seen. Yes. Oh, that's pretty Deja cool. Vu. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. So with deja vu, there's usually no physical symptoms associated with the feeling of deja vu. It's just that people like get a feeling sometimes, you know? It's all mental. Yeah. So the feeling is described as having an overwhelming sense of familiarity with something that you should you shouldn't be familiar with at all. Oh, uh, so yeah. like you're you didn't do this before. You haven't done this before, but you're like, have I done this have before? Done this? this seems very familiar. Yeah. Okay. So the term is coined by a dude. Yes. His first name is Emil. What's his last name? His last name is Brohak. Brohak. <laughs> you want to hear it again? One more time. Yeah, I can't say it. But it's a French dude. It's a French dude. And uh, it was termed in 1876, so Dang. a while back. She yeah. old. Yeah, she is old. <laughs> um, but before 1876, similar experiences have been recorded in history. Oh, but okay. the, the But the term was coined in 1876. Yes. Yeah. It was first used in the scientific community 20 years later by a scientist named F.L. Arnaud. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was a French neurologist who used it to to describe one of his patient how one of his patients felt. Oh, yeah. okay. But before that, like there was historical writings of like people get this feeling. Was it specifically the word, or was it like that feeling? No, it's the feeling. Okay. But then the the word déjà vu came around by by Emil, that guy by Emil. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. So Claude, have you had any déjà vu moments? I have déjà vu all the time. Really. I mean, maybe not all. I have a good amount of deja vu. What was the, what's the last deja vu thing you remember? Ooh. If you can um, pull one out. Take your time. Just kidding. Probably I was um, like doing something with people. I don't know. I can't remember. Okay. I do remember one. And it was recently I was studying in my student house, the one that I'm in like now. Yes. And I was reading a book and I like all of a sudden I had, I was reading a textbook. All of a sudden, I had, like, this, this huge deja vu feeling of, like, I've done this before. But, like, in that house. Yeah. Reading the same book, like, and on that exact page. Yeah. But I hadn't because I had never read that textbook in that house before. I do remember my last one. Maybe not my last one, but one recently. Mm-hmm. I get them a lot when I'm watching videos or streams because mm-hmm. I, I watch streams quite often. And it's, like this has happened like this person that i'm watching has said the exact same and it's happened before right right yeah and it's very like it's very vivid you know mm-hmm. you're like this has happened before yeah for me sometimes it's not always that vivid sometimes i think i'm like oh did i dream it like maybe i dreamed it or like True. i don't know if it actually happened yeah but i'm like i don't think i why would i dream reading a textbook right 
That's so boring. Anyways, so why do we get this feeling, right? Like, why? Yeah. Pourquoi? Why does it happen? So there's been over 40 theories on why we get deja vu, which is so many. And we're going to cover all of them. Number one. (laughs) Just kidding. We're going to go over three. Um, But these three are the most prevalent ones in modern Do you have a favorite pick of theories oh i don't know i think i'd have to read them again as i talk okay. to you about them we'll, and then pick uh, we'll one. come back to that we'll question <laughs> okay so the first theory is called the dual processing theory have you learned at all about anything about dual processing in your mind um okay i'm pretty sure your boyfriend at one point said deja vu is from your left brain just being slower than your right brain or something like that so that's kind of like yeah, that would be the dual processing theory. Okay. Sorry, I had to double check that. <laughs> so it's it's when your your brain pretty much. Well, yeah. yeah, something happens and you're like a little off kilter. Oh, kind of. okay. yeah, you're a little slower. So dual processing takes place when two pathways for cognition, which are supposed to occur simultaneously, go out of sync. Oh. Mm-hmm. So if you think of it of like something unwinding, like a a thread unwinding, mm-hmm. like on a spool. Yeah. And there's two going at the same time. One of them hits like a little rock and and pauses for a second while the other one keeps going. Oh. And then the rock one keeps going. So they're a little bit behind each yeah. other. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they're slightly yeah. like off. Yeah. So two common cognitive pathways, which should be well co- coordinated, are familiarity and retrieval, which is associated with deja vu. Mm-hmm. And this basically means that something has to be familiar in order for you to remember it. So you have yes. to have experienced it for you to remember it, yes. right? Yes. So we're going to use the example, an example to explain this theory. Let's pretend, Claude, you're sitting in a restaurant since... I love restaurants. We can't do this right now because of COVID. <laughs> we might as well imagine it. Um, so there are many different senses happening in a restaurant setting, right? There's yes. utensils on the table. There's people talking around you. There's the waitress coming towards you with your food. Ooh, okay, best right? moment ever. So Hello. let's pretend I'm the waitress. Okay. Okay, and I'm walking towards you. And then I trip me my food and oh. i send your food flying because is I'm it gonna land on me no okay <laughs> not it's if just you don't in want the air. it's in the air pretend okay. it's like slow-mo so as this is happening your brain is processing the scene so my arms are flailing the swear word that probably comes out of my mouth the smell of whatever dish that is flying through the air do you want to pick a dish um uh, rotisserie chicken okay so rotisserie chicken is flying through the air and you smell that and all this processing happens in one moment Ooh, in your yeah. brain it's all happening at the same time. But in instances of deja vu, it is thought that part of the process is delayed or the processing is delayed a little bit. So, for example, the smell of the food is being processed a little bit after the visual sight of me falling. I would assume it's not that far off. No, like it's, it's very, very small. very small, but enough for it to be like a little bit out of sync. Yeah. Yeah. The delay makes the brain think the smell of the food is different is a different event than the audio and visual sensory information. Oh, yeah. So because it's, like, it's off. Because it's a little, a bit. little bit off. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's not, obviously. It's one event, but it's being processed as two as events. As two different. Mm-hmm. Oh. Happening at the same time. So the end result is a feeling of familiarity that is associated with the event because it feels like the event has occurred before because technically it has. It is just occurring. Yeah. But we're just on a little bit of a delay. So when we review the event in our brains after it occurs, the smell of food may seem familiar because it's processed after the visual and auditory cues. I see. Yeah. So then you're like, oh, did this happen before? But it didn't. Your brain's just a little bit slow. Little bit slow. Little bit. Slow brain. Okay. So the next theory is called the hologram theory. Interesting. Right. We're back at the restaurant. Same restaurant. Okay. 
I'm still the waitress. Rotisserie chicken. Yeah. I'm still walking towards you. And my uniform consists of a really cool yellow plaid shirt. Nice. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we're at like a lumberjack restaurant. Like a a hoedown. Yeah. Like a cowboy. Like I have a cowboy hat on. (laughs) It's part of the uniform. Okay. So as I walk towards you with my really cool plaid, you fixate on the pattern of the plaid. Yes. It's really cool plaid. And then an old and distant memory starts to surface from deep within your brain. Okay. Like deep. Yeah. Right. And this theory hypothesizes that memories are stored in the form of holograms. Oh. So a hologram in this context is when you only need one like still Mm -hmm. or like part of that memory for it to be recalled in whole. Okay. So So it's like only remembering that shirt or only remembering what you said. Or or, like you you saw a random spider on the roof and then you're like, oh my gosh, I was on the roof. (laughs) Yes. Um. So your brain has identified the plaid with one that you've seen in the past, perhaps mm-hmm. at a cool lumberjack store that you used to frequent in your youth. Oh, I go to all the time. Stores all the time. <laughs> when you went through that lumberjack phase. Oh, yeah. Right? What do you mean? I'm still going through it. <laughs> Except it doesn't identify that this memory came from the lumberjack store. Okay. So, so it just, doesn't know where it's coming from, but it knows it's there. Yeah. It's just like, oh, you've seen that before. <laughs> But like, and your brain knows it's from the lumberjack store, but it's not telling you. It's oh, like, okay. Nah, you don't remember. Just know that you know this shirt. Right? So all you're left with is a feeling of familiarity, but no recollection of where that memory came from. That's kind of sad. That's like, brain, why you gotta do me like why that? Why are you teasing me? Right? Why are you only telling me a little bit? It's a little sus. But uh, yeah, so you're just left with this feeling of like, wow, I've definitely um, been here before. But you haven't. But you haven't. Maybe that shirt just looks the same yeah so even though you haven't seen me or my really cool plaid before or your cowboy hat or my cowboy hat you have this feeling of familiarity that you can't quite place yeah and that's the hologram theory that's pretty cool yeah so yeah recalling memories super super fun uh what's our last theory last theory is uh the divided attention theory so this theory states that deja vu happens when we are distracted by a certain observation and when we return our attention to the full picture or like to our environment yes we have a feeling as if it's been there before sorry (laughs) we have a feeling as if we've been there before or we're doing whatever we're doing yeah so you're pretty much just not paying attention in this and then when you come back to reality you're like oh I've been here before. I feel like that's how most of my deja vu's happen. Right? So if we travel back to the restaurant one final time. Yes. Right? Let's say you're trying to eavesdrop on the table beside you because they have some juicy tea. About, it's spilling and right? I just need to soak it all up. And you're like, oh my God, is that about Jake from State Farm? Oh my Hello? gosh. <laughs> so you're just like, try to listen. I find that when I try to eavesdrop on people, not that I try to do it a lot, but I have a really hard time not looking at someone's lips if I can't hear them pro- yes. like right. Like I like yes. to look at their face, but then they know I'm like watching yeah. them talk. <laughs> um, I would agree that I feel like to fully understand what they are saying, I, I can't need like to see their yeah. mouths. Move. Even if I like turn my ear, sorry, I just turned my face <laughs> away from the mic. Even if I turn my ear to like be closer to yeah, their sounds, yeah, that does absolutely nothing. For I'm me. like I don't understand I'm still, so I have to watch your mouth. Anyway, so we're going back to the to the juicy gossip about Jake from State Farm. Yes. And you're trying to focus your attention on this table beside you, right? So your brain subconsciously is taking in the sensory information in the environment around you, right? So it's still, like, processing things. Yeah. So it would still notice me coming in my really cool plaid in your peripheral vision 
um, and it would also take in the baby crying a couple tables down, but it would be at a much lower than normal attention level, meaning that you're not really aware of it. Okay, so you like, I know you're there, but I don't know you're there. Yeah, so subconsciously, you're, you know it's like it's going on. Yeah, because and, I also know I'm going to get my food eventually. Right, so you're probably thinking about that a little bit, like, oh, I know my food's coming soon. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you're really focused on the, the tea that's being spilled. Yes. So, when you finally focus your attention um, back to me and my really cool plaid, because here I come, uh, you get this feeling of familiarity that you've been there before in that exact situation, oh. even though you may have never been to the restaurant before. Yeah. Because you literally were just processing literally. Like, the environment, yeah. just you weren't fully aware of it. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't been like That going. makes sense. So, you your brain knows you're there. Yeah. But then once you kind of like snap back into things, it almost seems like you're seeing it for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. But really your brain knows. Your brain knows. They're you've like, already seen this. <laughs> you don't. Like, you've been oh, here. This has happened before. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. But, so that's the divided attention theory. But none of these are like proven facts? No, it's very hard to... Um, it's hard to do studies on deja vu because one, it doesn't happen all the time. Like you don't. Yeah. And right? you can't you just make it. happen. Yeah. You can't make yeah. it happen to someone. And then two, it's all of, it's a feeling, right? So it's subjective. You can't measure. That's I mean, I guess you could true. try to hook someone up to like a, you know, the brainwave measure. It's called an ECG. Yeah. 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 That's a lie. That's for the heart. It's called an oh. EEG. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Anyways. Well, the brain one. Yeah. Brainwaves. But then you'd have to just wait for someone to have deja vu. And and when you know you're hooked up to stuff, I feel yeah. like you're not going to just have it. Right. Because you're yeah. thinking about it. Actually. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, also sounds very expensive to do just to find out yeah, what Yeah, right. Ate. And you'd have to have a large sample group for it to be a reliable Giant. study. Yeah. So, yeah, that'd be really expensive. But I've also read that um, certain diseases, not diseases, but like disorders yeah. or like medical d- disorders um, can actually lead to an increased amount of the feeling of deja vu. Really? Like epilepsy. Oh. Apparently, like seizures can make you feel like have deja vu more. So maybe it's an imbalance in your brain chemicals and wow. stuff like that. Yeah. But you never know. Okay, so if we circle back to my studying example, the hologram theory is probably explains it the best because I've studied in a lot of places and that somehow prompted my brain to drag up an old studying memories. And like I've before I lived in that house, I studied in it a lot mm-hmm. because it's my friend's house. Yeah. So maybe I just like pulled out a deep memory from within and was like, hey, like you've studied this before and, in this place before. And maybe it wasn't like you specifically studying. Maybe you saw someone else. True. Yeah. Because then you can only see like a small picture of that hologram. Yeah. I've also read like that par- portion of the textbook before and I was like oh, reading okay. it again. So maybe it was just like, oh, like this feels familiar because you've read it before, but it didn't associate it with a certain event where it happened. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all that. I feel like for you, it could be like situational. What do you mean? Depending on the different theories. Yeah. Like I, I think if you're just sitting there, you're not going to tune out. Right. While you're, I mean, I tune out all the time while I'm reading. <laughs> um, but you know you're reading, you tune out, yeah. and then you tune back in. You're still doing the same action. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it would be... Divided attention. Yeah, the divided attention. Probably wouldn't be the best one for that. Yeah. Um, the dual processing, yeah, I don't think that would make sense either. Yeah, the dual processing could I mean, maybe be more widespread because it's it's like your brain just gets out of sync. Like, how do how does yeah. that happen? I we don't, we don't know. Yeah. And it could be um, like the dual processing 
what am I trying to say? <laughs> the dual processing doesn't really match with this situation. The studying one. Unless I feel like you were reading a specific line mm-hmm. and then it made you out of sync. That's you true. Know? I feel like if you're just sitting there reading, I don't think that would... Who am I to know, though? I'm no doctor, scientist, We'll man. never know, because I don't think there will ever be study. I, don't, I didn't really look if there was studies on deja vu. I guess I should have done that. I just feel like it It just happens, It'd you know? be hard to to make it, like, a reliable study, though. Yeah. Because, like, how, like, it's subjective, first of all. And it would be interesting to see if certain, like, um, types of people, not types of people. Well, that's true, but, like, like different... Like, generational differences or cultural differences. Cultural differences, yeah. Whether it's different experiences you go through that's true yeah maybe the way that you approach a situation in general like yeah maybe you grew up in a household that was really strict about paying attention at the dinner table and not like eavesdropping yeah (laughs) (laughs) i feel like that's so you're not gonna you probably won't experience divided attention yeah yeah to result in the feeling Mm -hmm. of like deja vu and again i just think that'd be way too expensive to try to figure yeah. that out for just a phenomenon that you know happens it just happens you're just like okay and it, it's nice to know answers to things but sometimes it'd be like that it'd be like that you know and it just is no what it is it is what it is um i think from my experience with like the watching thing. videos yeah it probably divided attention because for i'm sure. not really like i usually watch streams while i'm writing notes or See, while that's I'm doing not something good. else Really? Why? Good. Why is it not? Well, good? because you're because divided attention. So if you're writing notes, yeah. but you also have a stream in the background, but you're you're you want the stream on in the background because you like watching it, right? No, no, let me finish. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> you you your brain wants to pay attention to the stream because that's what you actually want to do. But yeah. then if you're writing notes at the same time, you're not paying attention to what you're writing. And the whole point of writing notes it's is so that, that you solidify what yeah. you're learning. So I used to do that all the time. I used to watch Netflix while I wrote notes. Which is so bad. It's also I find uh, I like stop. I could get so many notes done if I just didn't have anything on. Right. But I also don't like when it's just quiet in my room. Well, music is f- or like I listen to um, lo-fi hip hop a lot when I study. Yeah. I'm edgy. Or I yeah, to I love lo-fi. lo-fi. No, but like it's better. I used to listen to Alpha Waves, which is so boring. What the heck is that? You don't know what Alpha Waves are? No. Oh, Alpha Waves are just like uh, it's like a certain frequency of a noise, huh. and it just goes. It's good Maybe for sleeping I'll try too. That um but no it was so boring so then i listened to hi- lo-fi hip-hop because it actually has a beat but yeah, you can true. tune it out and you're not actually paying attention to yeah. it even i find with music i obviously can't study with music on like mm-hmm. if i'm trying to learn but i can do my notes with music on yeah but yeah don't listen don't watch streams while you do your notes but i just want to support people i just want to support okay, people but, well then turn it on and put it in a different browser and like minimize it and yeah, turn the sound true. off listen don't listen me, to streams. <laughs> here's me lecturing you about how to do your notes. Um, yeah. So divided, definitely it. divided attention. Yeah. Because I'm you. doing notes and then you're trying to like they say something and they're like, oh wait, <gasps> deja vu. I've been here before. Deja yeah. vu. So I feel yeah. like it could be situational. Okay. Um, which cool. one do you believe the most? The most probably, probably the dual processing theory, just because like. It makes the most sense that our brain sometimes gets out of sync. Like, with all those neurons. Yeah. You could see how sometimes there might be a time delay. Yeah, a little bit slow. Something happens. And then that's why you feel like you've been there before because it's just behind. Yeah. I think the hologram theory is probably, like, the least, I don't know, the least, like, solid. That's kind of lame. 
it's just like oh you remember something yeah. but like there's no like recollection attached to and it. how do people just come up with the ideas like how do they people come up smart, with theories right? yeah yeah people who know like brain uh, activity and physiology like, yeah, and behavior. stuff like that hmm. yeah Interesting. we were just like maybe this happens i don't know where i heard this but i heard this um that it could be because of dreams I, I don't yeah, it sounds like you got that off a blog somewhere probably i mean i haven't researched deja vu um but like something happens in your dream and then you're like oh i've done this before but i do like crazy things in my dreams that i would never do in my That's life true. like i have had so many dreams where i have been in a prison because i'm watching huh? a prison show right now and it's ridiculous i've broken out at least yeah. three times i had a dream last night that you uh you decided you were coming to hamilton with me and it was like nine o'clock in the morning you're like okay i'm ready to go. go and then i was panicking trying to pack up my stuff because <laughs> you're like hey i'm ready to go i'm i'm all for it let's do and it and then i had a beer at nine o'clock in the morning and i don't even drink beer all that often so yeah that was my dream Getting turned on a but Tuesday. i did say earlier that like sometimes i don't know if it was a dream or yeah. if it, i had done that before yeah. so maybe dreams because do I think have to some, do with them what did i dream about last night i dreamt about um uh, I don't know. Was, I have such weird dreams. So wow. I just don't think cool that theory. <laughs> cool story. Tell it again. <laughs> I just don't think that theory would hold up if it is a the theory. I don't theory? know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I guess some people have boring dreams. I don't know. Tell us about your boring dreams. I don't. Huh? Oh, I thought you were talking about me. No. <laughs> yeah. Let us know if you have boring dreams. Yeah. And welcome to my welcome to the end of my TED talk. I loved it. Thanks. That was awesome. Deja vu. So, uh, yeah. What are we talking about next week? Uh, uh, we are talking about languages and Ooh. which ones are the hardest ones to learn and why. Oh, it's definitely... Um, Don't Google it. <laughs> Don't Google what language is the hardest to learn. No. I think it's English. You... Is well, that like a see, common... We'll see. We'll see next week okay. which one well, it is. We'll find out. Um, this will be beneficial to you because if you ever want to learn a language and you don't want to put yourself into a horrible situation to start with you should check out which one's the hardest one so you don't learn that word ah i see <laughs> unless you want to then go for it right right go on. so if you haven't already follow us on our instagram at uh my sister knows why no spaces no nothing follow us on all the major podcast platforms google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher over that other one other things all of the podcasts. Podcast stuffs. Uh yeah, leave a rate and review. It does help. It does and help. We so enjoy much. reading it. Yes. Shout out to all our international listeners. We have so many international listeners. Kind Hi. of. Yes. And we, we love them all. Okay. Uh if you didn't know. Now you know. Alright, goodbye. Bye. <laughs>